we got to think about this. If this is Love Records, mm-hmm. give me who 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 is who's on Love Records right now? Danity Kane, the band, the band. Nah, Danity Kane, Danity Kane on Love Records. Danity Kane and uh, Dirty Money. What about Machine Gun Kelly? MGK is not on Love Records. MGK means <laughs> means love. Yo, yo, Black Rob on Love Records. <laughs> Black Rob might be on Love Records. Sheik Luch. G Dep. Yeah. Loon. Loon's definitely <laughs> Loon's definitely one hundred percent on Love Records. Yo. Alright. Diddy got Love Records. What's the what's the what's the love chain look like? Art, but it's like really like two butt cheeks like rubbing together. Butt cheeks make a heart. Yeah, exactly. And so that means you getting fucked. Yeah, you getting fucked. Good love, right? Good <laughs> love, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like Black Rob, like I mean, you know what I'm saying like like the locks, like would they have been, you know, would they have been fucked over? Yeah, would they fucked over love records? Like would they? Or what if they still have been fucked with been like just sensual though? Well they had him like like yeah, you can get off the label, but like you gotta do some R and B joints. The niggas was wearing shiny suits though. Faith Evans is definitely on love records. Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah. She's their she's their flagship. Is Junior Mafia on, on Love Records? I don't know if we'll see Crush on you. I think you can have a crush on you on Love Records. Maybe. Well, Biggie would have been on Love That would be Kim. Kim would be on Love Records. Lil' Kim would be on Love Records. Yeah. As a solo artist. For sure. For sure. Mary would have been back. Yeah. Mary Mary would have been the flagship on Love Records. For love, for sure. For sure. For Wasn't Jodeci signed to Love Records? I want to say that they might be signed to Love Records right now. Hmm. And they might be coming back around and dropping a new. No way, Jodeci was like Jive, Jive or RCA. What about um, Peaches and Cream? One Twelve, yeah. One Twelve was on Love Records. One Twelve was definitely on Love Records. Mm-hmm. Who else could be on? Usher. Usher and Diddy got a good relationship. Yeah, but he was never a Love Records artist. But he is now. Is what I'm saying. He will be now. Usher sign with, with Love Records? Usher, Usher come back out right now on, on Love Records. Uh, and do 300,000 first uh, week. Mm. Okay. Maybe 250. Maybe 250. But really probably like 150. Just get lower. Do we get... Do we, 200,000. 200,000. Can we get a Drake feature? Drake and him have a complicated... See, Drake actually is probably going to be like... He probably like because remember zero to one hundred and like the whole fight. Wait, that's like the R and B version of Fifty and Joe. Yes, man. So like Drake probably like now like to reconcile is probably like he probably like A and R for Love Records or like not A and R but like he like co executive over there like he got a hand like he couldn't get like he trying to get what you call who they got. Over there at OVO, um, the one of the niggas. I can't even tell you that they roster the, the two niggas. 
Two niggas named Nudge mm-hmm. Ray. Uh, Magic Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Magic Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Magic Jordan. Magic Jordan. Do a little co, like a little, like a little OVO Love Records. Oh, okay, like a, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Collaboration thing. Yeah, and, okay. then, and, then, and then they come back out on Love Records. What's the t-shirt look like for Love Records? What's the like, okay, the logo? Because you remember the old bad boy logo with mm-hmm. like a little baby going, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the love logo? It's like the same baby, but it's, it's like Cupid. Like Black Cupid. Black Cupid, yo, hey! I wonder if he actually had the love like a like a logo. Like should it be like with open arms like Let me let me literally look. Wait 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 wait. Is the baby Diddy Bopping though? A Diddy Bopping baby. Come on. Yeah, it is right here. What is it? It's just this. Alright. Okay. They working on it. They just needed the Yeah. Oh, know. and they went Motown. So it's Love Records Motown. Oh wow! So he he actually is, we talking shit. We yeah, well, hey, but he, he actually got, got, he, he actually he actually yeah he like we talking shit, but like he actually like he loved up. He in league with Motown, Love Records Motown. That's a good look. Well, Braxton, Let me get yeah, my like we talking shit, but like I'm trying to get time to be to be honest, man. So, what I you just, say? Hey, actually, I'm trying to do. I actually just followed him. Go ahead. I'm I'm trying to I'm, I'm gonna go follow them. I'm trying to do some audio and visual for love recording. Matter of fact, shout out to love recording. Yeah. I I ain't sponsored by y'all yet, but I will be. Shout out to love recording. It's all love over here. All love. All love. Yeah. I think Jadakiss could work on love records. Jadakiss makes good R and B songs. Fabulous to love on work on love records. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think he he can work inside and outside of Love Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much love there. Yeah. So much love. There's not enough love in the world. Let's start the pod. Yeah. You are now tapped in to the God Tier Pod here with your host, Most Grilla, the God. You know what? Gunshots aren't really a good idea this week. Yeah, damn. We already fucked. <laughs> you know what? No, no, we, we are not fucking up. We uh-huh. we just caught ourselves in the moment. We, we are being mindful of the moment. You know what? That's not good for this week. Yeah. I am... Most cruel of the god, classic Williams. Wait, let let's let, let's remix that intro again. Hold up, sad, we bro. we know it's yeah, it's sad. 
So, uh, it's sad. All introductions aside, it's been a rough week, man. It's been a rough two weeks. Oh, I got some personal shit to talk about, too, that kind of is like coincide with the death. I'm dark right now. You want to just get out the way? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and get all the all the sad out the way. Just man. I had a friend. Um. Um. I won't say we were like friends, but we were like, we were like associates. Like I don't even want to say associates. Like we were, we were friendly acquaintances. I have a really good friend named Gracie, and. She was like best friends with this girl named Danny. Uh, and Danny was a beautiful, tall girl, tall, blonde girl. And she, you know, basically, Gracie gave me a call and was like, you know, she took her own life last week. Oh, wow. And it really fucked me up because, I mean, obvious reasons, but. It fucked me up because, like, the last time I saw her was actually I had a show. It was, like, Monday Night Jazz um, maybe earlier this year, maybe, like, two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't that long ago, but it was, like, you know, it was, like, maybe, like, March or February or something. I think it was February. And that was the last time, like, she came to the show with Gracie and, like, she was never, she was always, like, kind of, I don't want to say she was mean to me, but she was just kind of, like, she liked me. But that was just kind of, like, her way of being, like, she was, like, a, she was kind of, like, she wasn't really, like, the outright emotional type. Yeah, and she, yeah, so, like, so that day, she was, like, uncharacteristically very sweet to me that night. Mm. And that was the last time I and and had I known that like and I never like it, you know what I'm saying and to say that it's like not that she wasn't ever nice to me because that's not true like we were we hung out we all kicked it and shit but she wasn't just like like outwardly emotional like that and she was actually very sweet to me that night and it kind of like threw me off guard and you know it turns out that was the last time I ever see her so. Kind of fucked me up a little bit. It's like life's short. You never know what people are going through. And what's fucked up about the situation is it's like she didn't like really show any like tell anybody what the fuck she was going to do. And she like had like a whole conversation with my friend. And like 15 minutes after that, she took her own life. Like she overdosed and left a note. She's like, I can't do this shit anymore. So rest in peace to Danny. I wish she hadn't have done that. I, I feel a lot of mixed emotions about the whole situation. It's very hard to process. I've never known anybody that I've met that has actually taken their own life. So this is the first time anything like this has happened to me. So it's kind of, you know, and it's not just that it's happening to me. It's like happening to that whole, like the whole little friend group, you know, it's kind of like, damn, bro, like. You know, so yeah, so that happened, and that was the week of the the whole super supermarket supermarket shooting. So I was already like just 
you know, like not like death and, you know, like a lot of shit going on. And then that happened. It's like, like life is so fucking fragile. And then what happened yesterday? Was it yesterday or was it, it just feels like the, uh, as you're hearing this, this is a uh, Wednesday, May 25th. So this recent, I think it happened yesterday. School shooting happened yesterday, Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Um, First off, condolences to your your friend Danny. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Michelle, man, shit's never easy. Yeah, dude, that shit fucked me up, man. It really just like I had to sit there for a moment, and just think about like you know, just you know, the time that we had spent together, like you know, the the, the good times and shit, and just like that, just that whole like our last interaction, like it. You know, it just blows my mind. And, it's like, I'm mainly just really concerned about Gracie just because, like, they were really close. So, yeah, you know, it's just it's just fucked up. It's just super fucked up. And I, I just didn't expect to hear that news the other day, you know. And even though me and her weren't just super close, like, if I ever saw her, it was always, what's up? Like, it was always love. And then, you know, she came to my show. She supported the show. She liked the music. So, and then I spoke, and then this is what fucked me up. Like I spoke to Gracie like a couple days. I was already fucked up about it. Like I had cried and everything. Like I was like, damn. And then like literally like I talked to her like maybe a couple days after that, like just to check it, check back in with, with her or whatever. And I was like, she was just talking about how like, you know, she always, she, that just wasn't her way, you know, as far as like the way she was, her demeanor or whatever, but she always thought, like, she always, like, candidly, like, spoke highly of me and all this other shit. And it was just like, fuck, dude, that's fucking crazy. You don't know the battle. You really don't know the battles that people are fighting. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't. And I, and I just, you know... I can't try to make sense of people's decisions, but it's like, you know, like you don't ever know what the fuck people are going through. And it's like, you have to carry on for those people. Like, that's why like me personally, like no matter what I'm going through, like I could never do like if anybody, if I always tell my friends like, or tell my family, it's like, if somebody, if something happens to me and they rule it out as a suicide, like look into it. Cause it's not that. Yeah, like, because I just have too many people that depend on me and, like, that I have to look after and or, and even just for me, like, I don't, you know, and I've had thoughts like that before, like, when I went through a really dark time and like, around 2012, I made, all, instead of doing that, I made an album about it, so, you know. I understand what it's like to be in that place, but it's like also like I could never do that to my friends and family. Like I could just never do that because I have too much to live for and I have too much to do. But it's you know those those are just my personal thoughts on the matter. I mean, it's just it's it's difficult all around. That's really all I have to say about it. And then the shooting happened, and then and then the other shooting happened yesterday, and it's just like. It's like a dark cloud. Just, just that sentence alone. The the shooting and then the other shooting. Yeah, it's like you have to differentiate between the two. So. Right, right. So to bring you all up to speed, we've been away for about two weeks. 
what was it, the the, the weekend of what, May fourteenth? Mm-hmm. Uh, eighteen year old. I'm just gonna say, uh, eighteen year old white boy went up in the supermarket and shot up. He was missing. I think he's Hispanic. He whatever. He went up in there and shot ten black people. The boy had nigga killer on his motherfucking AR fifteen. Painting it, yeah, he had some shit. Oh, you talking about the? You talk white? You talking about the market first? Supermarket is the white part. Supermarket, the white kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He was a white kid. That was man. Yeah, and he and he live streamed it like a video game. Yeah, he live on on Twitch like a fucking psycho. Like I didn't watch that. I don't want to watch that. No, you don't have to watch that. You shouldn't watch. I'm not gonna watch it. What they should do is get everybody who was watching that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, tapping today is. Yeah. But that's just so fucking inhumane, bro. And then just to see them. You know, that story didn't even last that long in the media. I feel like it did for a while, but then this shit. But you know what, though? It didn't compare to. Because think about it like this. When all the Asian hate thing was happening, they literally passed laws. A whole crime bill. A whole fucking crime bill because of the Asian hate situation that was going on because mm-hmm. in relation to the virus. But then, you know, you kill as many niggas you want. Like, that's yeah. bullshit. And mind you, today is... Today actually is the two-year anniversary of the George Floyd. Man. It's yeah. a lot. It's heavy, bro. It's heavy. It's like, it's hard. It's why. I, that's why I just try to mind my own business and stay in my in my own world. But it's see, so you hard. can't even do that because even even when you're doing that, you gotta be mindful of everything. Yeah, exactly. Around. It's hard to stay. It's hard to stay happy sometimes. You know, with all the shit that's going on in the world, like I get nervous. Like my girl started a new job, and it's not you know like a work from home job, and you know I just get I get nervous every time she walk out the fucking door. I should imagine having kids. And I think about that too, because I I would like to start a family one day, and it's like, dude, like, do I even want to bring children into this fucking world where they can't fucking go to school without, you know, like the threat of, you know, I mean, gun violence, like it's ridiculous. Yeah, pretty much elementary school children. Yeah, they they, they know shooter drills. They. You know, I read something today. They say that the kindergarten shooter drill, they're taught to throw stuff and just throw their hands in the air while their other classmates run away. So it really means the kindergartners are being used as, <laughs> as diversions. Oh. It's fucked up out here, man. It really is. Like, it's just like... And here's the... Go ahead, go go ahead. I'm well, sorry. I didn't really have much to say. I was I don't I just don't even know what to say about it. It's just like it's just like every it's like every day and it's like every it doesn't nothing gets better, it seems like. We just we talk about stuff for a while and then it becomes an issue and then people profit off of it and yeah. then that's it. And then we move the fuck on and nothing nothing no laws get changed, nothing gets fucking changed. Watch people get rich and then we move the fuck on. It's America. It's fucked up. Train gotta keep moving. Even with the Black Lives Matter shit. Motherfuckers buying mansions and shit. And it's like they were getting they got four hundred what was it like it was like four hundred and fifty million. million. Well what all the money that people donated to BLM. Did you ever think where was it going to? 
What did it build for us? Did for anything? Did After see, George Floyd died, did you see any buildings get built for us for for BLM? You see I saw a bunch of murals. You saw a lot of art, niggas. You know what? Saw a bunch of art. I will say this right here. That's it. I'm gonna say this. This is. I see no bills get passed. No legislation. Hold on, hold on. Nothing. Feel me on the. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the reason why I stopped doing comedy. See, I didn't even know. You, I didn't know you really just. I mean, I noticed that, but like, I'm gonna tell you the reason why I really stopped doing comedy. Tell me, because you don't want these white, these fucking white folks laughing. It was when, when George Floyd died. Remember, we were all in the house and everything. Just had to sit there and watch. It. No, yeah, yeah, you had to sit there and watch it. You had to sit there and watch it at the fucking house. Just like, yeah, and I was dating that. Fu- Never mind, just continue. You had to sit there and watch it, and something about that just just hit me. It's just man, yeah. I don't really feel like entertaining no more. It's like the fuck. Me myself personally, I can't go on and be like, nah, bruh. I, I, after that, it's it's a different mindset for me after that after seeing that. But what really got me? What really got? And th- 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 this was the joke they got. Entertaining white folks, like expound or just entertaining. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. So I was riding a scooter down. It's Interstate Drive. Mm-hmm. Over there by the stadium. Yeah. Matter of fact, over there where Limelight used to be. Mm-hmm. And that was around the time where they painted the Black Lives Matter on the street. Mm-hmm. I started thinking about it. Saw a whole lot of Black Lives Matter signs pop up in these little neighborhoods, right? Mm-hmm. They're mostly white people. Like East Nashville and shit. They still mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a Black Lives Matter uh, thing painted on the street right in front of a, a former bustling black nightclub. Mm-hmm. That's just gone now. That was, I mean, oh my God, that, that's the joke. That is the joke. <laughs> that is the fucking joke. <laughs> I don't know the I don't know the ins and outs of why they closed, but yeah. No, no, like, do do you get the ju- Black Lives Matter? Like, do they? Where they used to, where you used to be entertained, right? Where you used to live. Yeah, you matter, but I put the sign up in my head. I don't know. It's just that little bit of. It was the wake up call for me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I just felt up to that. Just entertaining just wasn't just wasn't there for me. I get that. That's just me personally. I get that. I do it because it's fun. Well, I like doing this. You know, this is fun too. This is more so educational for me. Yeah. Because I'm expressing myself and I get to teach people some yeah. things too. You know, get, get, I get to shed light. You could still still do that within your comedy, but I get what you're saying though. Like, it just maybe. I mean, honestly, maybe it sounds like to me like. I mean, we're gen- we're generally just going through unfunny times. Yeah, 
Shit it's hard. Funny it's not anymore. funny. Yeah, it's like it's it's hard to and even just the way that like comedians are being treated in general, it's hard to even be in that field. Period. Just because like it's like what the fuck is funny right now? What the fuck is really funny? And it's like even if you try to make jokes about the shit, the cancel culture, the fucking you know, it's, it's a lot to even like deal with. I mean, yeah, it's there, but I wouldn't. You know, it's not. It's is it? It's it's to each their own. Yeah. But you are right. There is that element out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. We just take different paths. Yeah, I get that. I mean, as far as the shooting goes, though, like legislation, man. Like, gun, what do you think about gun laws? Just like in general, like, are you one of those people that's like? Like freedom of speech, or not freedom of speech, like, I'm sorry, right the to right to bear, to bear arms, arms, and then, you know, like, constitutional, or, I believe, like, they shouldn't touch any of it. I believe this. I'm a, I'm a gun owner. Mm-hmm. Right? But my intention is, isn't to own every gun in the fucking world. I don't want to have a fucking artillery. Yeah. You know, I'm not afraid of anything, really. Yeah. But... I do believe this. I do believe you should own. No, well, no, you should. But I would recommend owning three type of guns mm-hmm. for three different reasons. One, a handgun for self-defense. Mm-hmm. Two, a shotgun for home defense. Mm-hmm. And three, a rifle if you should ever need it. AR-15, single-action bolt, what have you. You have the choice to buy whatever you want. But I will say this, though. Definitely you want to analyze the motherfucker that's buying it. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, so, yeah. yeah I mean, like, what's the background this kid was This kid was fresh 18. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not I don't think a fresh 18-year-old... Should be buying. Should be uh, able to buy yeah. the 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 machinery that he bought. Man, machinery, handgun. Like you know, they're trying to pass that law here. What to to break bust down the legal gun age to eighteen years old? What is it now? Twenty one. Yeah, I thought yeah, I knew that. Yeah. In Texas, they don't give a fuck though. Yeah. Texas. When they try and bring it down here. They already made it to where you don't really have to have a license anymore. Like, I got my license and everything, and they're like, oh, yeah, you don't need this. We're an open carry state. Yeah. Yep. It's all about diligence, but definitely, yeah, you got to be weary of who's buying this shit. I'm right. with the background. Check. I think they should do, like, some kind of psychological profile on you before you can oh, purchase I'll a weapon. Oh, too. And I don't think you can, and I also don't believe that you should just be able to just go to Walmart and buy one. Oh yeah, for sure. That's I think that that should be out. Like you should, you shouldn't be able to just go to a normal retail place and buy them. Like they shouldn't be that readily available to everyone. Like it should be a very ex- extensive process. It should be a process, and you should also have to be able to like, like I can't just go out and buy a fucking car. Hmm. Unless you got any, uh, I can't go unless I have insurance. I have to go take a test to get my license. 
it should be all of that. And uh, because they they say that having a car is like a deadly weapon, can be a weapon. It is. It is. So it's like, it, with that being said, why the fuck are we not treating guns that way? Because it's all right. Exactly. And it's like, that's... So I can go out and get a car, though, and... No, I can't. Like, I can. I can buy the... Like, no, actually, you, you have to have a license to buy a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't even buy a car unless you have a fucking license. That is true. So why the fuck can it not be the same, same fucking way? With a weapon. Yeah, all you need with, 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 with a weapon is just a license and a clean, and, and, clean and, background. And a clean background. That's it. And, and and I don't feel like that's yeah, literally. I don't feel like that's stepping on anybody's rights. Like I don't feel like that's. I feel like that's. You got these motherfuckers that feel like they can do whatever they. Yeah, because that's that's what the we. The moment you challenge them, they feel like you're challenging their way of life. It's crazy, man. Like it, it really is crazy. It really goes back to like some civil war bullshit. No, it, it's it's. I think it's even more deeper than that. It's just the psychology of hell. If you don't care about the kids getting popped, what do you care about? All bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Look at our like. Look at our generation. We watched two fucking planes run into a building on morning television when we were in school. <laughs> Ten years ago, we heard about them kids in Sandy Hook getting sprayed up in the school. Yeah. Oh, Aurora, Batman movie. Oh, mm-hmm. Trayvon got popped. It'll be ten years. What next year? Oh, was it? Was it this year? Oh man, hell, it's been so much trauma that we've had. To, we've been in, in engraved with. We've been subjected to, programmed to. Yeah, should just keep moving. Yes. We can get off the sad shit now, though, because this just—it 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 just makes me. Th- and there's no end in sight. And maybe this will be the final wake-up call, but I doubt it. Doubt it. I doubt it. Doubt it. Really. Doubt it much. So I doubt it. You know they're having the NRA convention in Houston tomorrow. I think. Oh my god. Yeah. Like fifty. Like it's like fifty, sixty miles away. They better have. What's gonna be the hot thing? But they said no guns though. What what's gonna be the hot thing this summer? Is it gonna be the I I think it's gotta be this now. What gun control? It's gotta be this now. Like last year abortion. was Black Lives abortion. It's gonna be a abortion. Oh yeah, and abortion is still up. Good God. abortion <laughs> is still. We can't kill the kids, but we don't. Oh my God, it's gonna be bro. Like the abortion shit is that's gonna be that's definitely the one. This is election year. Come on. Well, is this an election year? Midterms. Oh, midterms, yeah. Midterms, yep. Ooh, Biden is not getting elected again. Yeah, man. Uh, Trump's going to be back. No, I'm going to tell you this. The Republicans are going to take over. Yeah, Trump is back. Yeah. Trump's back. What a vengeance. He back. Like, he might as well already be president. He got some people out there. Yeah, I don't know if he did he okay, did he I don't know if you keep track of this, but did he he was trying to get uh what's the TV doctor's name? Dr. Drew? No, not Dr. Drew. Dr. Phil? Not Dr. Phil. 
Doctor. Uh, which one is the one like the uh, white guy? Mm -hmm. Doctor Oz. Doctor Oz. Doctor Oz. He was trying to get him elected somewhere to do what? Like board of health? What? I'm looking it up right now. Like he was trying to get him elected somewhere. To, no, 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 no. He was Doctor Oz was running for an office. GOP Senate primary between Doctor Mehmet, uh, Mehmet and Oz. That's Doctor Oz. Doctor Oz and David McCormick heads to recount. The Republican nom nominee likely won't be declared until early next month. Mm. So they're they're doing a recount. But Oz, the celebrity TV doctor backed by former President Trump. Leads McCormick, a former hedge fund executive, by 902 votes, according to the unofficial results. Chapman shared counties are doing a recount. The winner of the, the race will face uh, Lieutenant Governor J John Fetterman, who won the Democratic nomination while hospitalized, blah, blah, blah. It's for, uh, is it for Senate? What is it for? Yeah, Senate primary. Mm. So they're trying to get him in the, in the Senate some state uh, California or Florida I don't think it's either one of them hmm. yeah Trump got a lot of Pennsylvania people. Pennsylvania mm, okay the suit says the Board of Elections in multiple Pennsylvania counties are refusing to count ballots and there was like this whole article it was like is Trump losing his kingmaker status I mean the name is kind of they ain't been dragged through the mud and all that, man. It's like... He's Teflon. The people that fuck with him, not so much. But Trump himself, he will not... I guarantee he will not face no jail time, no nothing. That man is Teflon. Yeah. People fuck with him and his ideology. That, to them, that man is God. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get with it. I'm gonna play some of B. Yeah. Just the pizza went hard. 25th anniversary, one third. No, that's 25th, 23rd yeah. Hey, first thing. Hey, this is our happy song. Like you know how Joe yeah. has, uh, yeah, I'm Benny. Yeah. Hey, this is pretty upbeat. Uh huh. And throwing heart out here, wearing pink and blue. Check it on. Can't move like that because I got a crick in my neck. Good cocaine. Black boy joy. Get used to it, you fucking racist. Bitch. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh, yo. He ain't nobody to get taught in. 
Talk about your DC trip. Hey, man, we'll talk about my DC trip, man. Hey. Oh, man, I enjoyed myself. Two weeks ago, I flew out to DC for a wrestling event. It was uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, at an event in Washington, DC. So I took a flight from here in Nashville to Washington, DC, where I got to ride the train from Ronald Reagan Airport to the actually end of the line, which was the yellow line that I took. So it was a yellow line over the green belt. So it was about an hour, about an hour train ride. Mm-hmm. But this was actually my first solo plane trip ever. Did my first wrestling show out of state. That was the first time you ever been on an airplane alone? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, man. This was pretty I've much... I've definitely done that a, a few times. This was my third time on a plane, you know. More well, than a few times. Yeah, this was, my thir- this was my third time on a plane. And, yeah, first time traveling alone. And, honestly, man, I enjoy it. Yeah. I, I love it. I don't have to worry about... You know, it's 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 great thing not to worry. For me, I don't have to worry about somebody getting ready. I don't have to worry about somebody dragging ass. You yeah. know, I don't have to worry about somebody not being at the airport on time. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, you know, I don't have to worry about. I don't have to worry about planning my vacation around somebody else's yeah. experience and time. See, and I got friends that like like to travel together and shit, and like that's cool. And like I gone with them places and shit or even like just with like my siblings or whatever yeah but the best times that i've had have just been like when i go somewhere alone but i always touch down in whatever city and hang out with those people and then i get the fuck out of there it's not like um we're going to this place together and we're gonna explore it together because every every time i've done that it's been mixed reviews Mm -hmm. just for me and it's like it is what it is like i kind of want to just either do what you're do what you did with this trip or like go with my girl somewhere like well, get, you, get get my vacation on you know what i mean but you gotta do your vacation yeah man. you gotta do that thing. i'm That's trying i'm trying to do that i'm trying to be somewhere be somewhere with my baby and go somewhere but i ain't trying to like but see i'm single you know. I yeah you're single water. yeah absolutely i am on the rock job it did and yeah, I'm not like, you know what I mean? Going out of town and like touching bases and, you know, and then, because I got a lot of friends just everywhere, so it's cool to like, it's cool to do that. It's it cool is, to shake right? it up, you know what I mean? It's cool to just meet meet new people and be in new, new places. Yeah. It's like, you know what I like going, you, you know what I like about going out of town? I like going out of town and seeing the same places that you have in your town, but seeing it in another town, like a target, mm-hmm. my nigga. I was out there, you know, they got targets with three stories, mm-hmm. three story targets. Yeah. They, I don't even, look, I've seen them in LA. 
I saw him in DC. I think I might have seen him in Chicago too. I ain't never been inside him though. I just like I like I like being in the Uber when we drive past him. I'm like, oh my god, he got big ass targets out here. Mm-hmm. I want to go to that big ass new mall. What big ass? But there's a bunch of new big ass malls like in different parts like up north and shit that are like oh word you know, talking about all situation up there yeah. all right so boom i touch down i get to the hotel right mm-hmm. get to the hotel first thing on my mind gotta get some weed mm-hmm. just got the plane i gotta get high boom i hit the google search i do my googles mm-hmm. find legal the- up there yep find the dispensary mm-hmm. so i'm like word take the lift Go down there. Now, this system is a bit different uh, from, let's say, like California. So, when you purchase marijuana up there, you don't really purchase it like, let's say, you know, uh, hey, let me just get an ounce from from an over-the-counter. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, it's not really like that. The way they legislate it, though, they call it, uh, it's almost like donations. Mm-hmm. You donate the money. So you're not actually paying for the weed. Yeah. Legally. Yeah, legally. Like you're paying, like you're donating the money to, for like a certain cause. Like the uh, the dispensary that I went to in DC was called the Garden. Shout out to the Garden. Mm-hmm. And what their thing was, was that when you made a purchase, the money that you spent was actually sent it was actually made as a donation and the money would go back into the community to you know get back jobs and you know make stuff for the community you know for itself mm-hmm. so when you purchase you actually you receive a token mm-hmm. and then once you when you're exiting the store they tell you to drop the token in the in the tub and you're actually you know helping somebody out by dropping that token from your purchase Mm. So it's a really nice system that they have. Um, I was thinking legal loophole there. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'd say just say a. It's no. when you're getting a prostitute or something. Uh you're not. You're not outright paying for sex. You're paying for an experience. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're paying for their time. How would you know? I still. Oh, <laughs> I know you would. You good. You're a good guy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, man. Ever tell you about my experience at the Bunny Ranch? Have we talked about this? No, you haven't. We've never talked about this? I don't think we have, but regardless. Oh my god, we've never talked about this. We talked about so much sad shit in the first 45 minutes. I mean, come on. We got right, so it up. We've talked about this before, but I've made the song called Eat Sushi, Fuck Bitches, Stack Money, Repeat. Mm-hmm. It's called Repeat. It's on Spotify, all the shit. Run it up. Um, and... When I was shooting the video, there was this girl who was a part of the video shoot. Her name was Kite Kawasaki. She's a she's a legal legal courtesan at the Bunny Ranch as well as a porn star. And we became friends 
just like based off the video shoot. Mm-hmm. And it was like my 27th birthday. 27th birthday, yeah. And I went to the Bunny Ranch. She gave me a little discount. And it's legal there. Yes, because it is Nevada. Yeah, it's, yeah. So I was like, I want. I was like, I was like, this is like some. This is like some like. It's like some uh, bucket list shit. Yeah. And this is the same place where like Lamar Odom like had the whole. Yeah, I was the there. Videos. I went there. I remember the HBO show. Yeah. And I met and I met Dennis Hoff before he passed away. He actually passed away. And I have a signed copy of his uh, autobiography that like he gave to me. And his autobiography is called The Art of the Pimp. So I have a signed copy of The Art of the Pimp at my house. I met Dennis Hoff on several different occasions, and I fucked a porn star. Legally, though, I paid for it, but it was, you know... And it was cheap. Like, it wasn't... The payment was really a formality. Like, they gave me... Like, these motherfuckers be spending, like, thousands and thousands of dollars for what the fuck I did. Having a good time. Yeah, so. It was real nice. She cleans you off. She, like, you know. Hey. You know, she gives you a little, a little, you know. I know. <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah, so. Speaking of being aware. But you pay for the experience. And you know what? DC wasn't experiencing itself, too. Actually, there you just pay for the sex because it was legal in America. Sex is great in DC too. That's the only time I've ever paid for sex. Yeah. That that I would play for that. I'm kidding. But hey, DC was great. I enjoyed myself. Got to eat some nice seafood up there. I went to a place called Fam. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Went to a black-owned seafood spot. Guess what it's called? Fish scale. That's amazing. My nigga. I was riding a scooter down the street. Their money. Off. I think it's fair scale. I said, now you know I'm gonna run up in there. I gotta go up in there for the just just oh, you the scooter. Yeah, yeah, I took a spin scooter, man. Hey, you were like really touristed. You were like really. I, I, wait, I used yeah. to work for them niggas, but hey, yeah. that's the best way to experience a new place. Get on a scooter and just hop on and just scoot around, look at shit. That's cool. JB scooter. I mean, I'm so paranoid. Hey, I don't know. Like, I, well, that's not, not no way. I take that back. That's not how you be me. That's how I be me. That's chicks. how you meet. I I meet chicks on based on like when I was single. I just meet girls off scenario. That's cool. Yeah, I mean absolutely, like absolutely, but like, yeah, like I'm extroverted, but I'm also kind of introverted. Like I needed, I need the scenario to be. I needed to come to me. Here's the, here's my scenario. Sometimes I don't. I'm a wavy nigga with a nose ring and yeah. like half a joint in my mouth on a scooter. Bitch, who is this nigga? Right. I gotta get to know him. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. But check out this menu though. We got the Chesapeake cheese steak. That looks good. Now I said cheese steak. Blue catfish, grilled onions, peppers, provolone, Old Bay, and uh, some kind of sauce. What is that? Mm, Signature sauce. Signature sauce. 
Oh, I'm gonna tell you what that that what that mug was looking like though. Yeah. Oh, that motherfucker looked good. That looked good, and it was catfish. What kind of fish was it? Blue catfish, my nigga. What's blue catfish? I don't know, but that shit's delicious. What is it? It's catfish, nigga. It's blue. Is it like the onions on top right there? Mm-hmm. Straight up on oh, that. that looks good as fuck. I'm a, you know what? I'm, I'm going to put it right here. Y'all going to lay The bread look good. Damn, bro. Good. That look good as fuck. Yes, my nigga. Hey, I was up there. I need to go up there, man. I was up there, man. Hey, shit. Man, and hey, <laughs> for that. That's the other thing too about traveling out of town with yourself. Mm-hmm. Show some love, spend some money. Oh yeah, yeah. But go go somewhere where you know you're gonna be appreciated. Yeah, that's all it is. You stick to the places where you know. What's the gonna... what's the? Let me ask you this. Thought to myself. What is the least amount of money that you could go travel? To a place like how long were you there? Uh, just for the weekend. So I came in on yeah. So for a, like a weekend trick trip, I said trick. Oh weekend, <laughs> I was doing my you think about the bloody ranch. They were the yeah. I was having a moment. <laughs> um, a weekend trip. How much money would you have on you for that trip to feel comfortable? Just to feel comfortable. Just to feel comfortable. Okay. So, I'm going to break this down to you. I'm going to tell you what your biggest money things are going to be. Transportation, for one. Yeah. Because you're going to want to do your Uber, Lyft and your Ubers yeah. and all that. Now, what I like to do yeah. is I like to book my hotels based off public transportation. Mm-hmm. How close am I to a public transportation? Am I close to a bus line? Am I close to a subway? Uh, a line station, mm-hmm. you know, and I try to utilize public transportation where I'm at more than Ubers and Lyft. Even when you were in like on the West Coast, yeah, really, mm-hmm. yeah, on the West Coast. Well, no, because on the West Coast, we we had we had a car. Actually. Okay, okay, but. I know I would be smart enough. Well, me personally, I would take the bus if I had to. If you had to, yeah. You know, just to save the money. Because honestly, that's just the best. That's the, that's just another way to explore the city. Uber is fucking expensive. Uber everywhere, is expensive. You got everywhere, it. and it definitely is on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Just take the bus, take the train. That's the best way to get fast. Fast way to get around. It's going. It's going to go to a stop. It's going to go to that stop. In New York, you got to. Yeah, man. In New York, you have to. Now, I did, however, um, get, like, an expensive-ass Uber ride from wherever the fuck I was at in New York. I feel like I was in Brooklyn to, like, what's that place right outside of New York that everybody stays? Long Island. Long Island, yeah. I had to, stay, I had to go over there to, to my friend's house. Word. Yeah. Because I had, I had a bunch of... I had slept there one night. Um, but I would say, as far as uh, the money... For a weekend, three hundred. Three hundred. That makes me feel good. Food. I spent a lot of money, dude. I'm dumb. Well, see, that's the thing. You have to learn how to discipline yourself. I would say like five minimum. Well, to see, feel comfortable, just because like I I will 
pay that Uber. I'm low maintenance, so I, I know how to move around. I know how to live on shit. Taco, hey, find you a taco truck. You be all right. Find yeah. you one good taco truck for the weekend. You be good. I was in when I was in um, L.A. Though I was, I was Uber eating and shit. Sometimes, like I was spending a lot of money, but then sometimes I was saving money by I was going to. Um, what the fuck is that shit called? It's like the Del Taco. Del Taco. We ate, I was eating Del Taco constantly. We had that in Atlanta. I'll I'll get to that here shortly. Yes. But yeah, man. When I travel, I try to look. You know what? I make the best of my experiences. But a nigga know how to do it, little. But I enjoy myself. Now sometimes I'll I'll, I'll sprinkle in some nice shit. Yeah. I'm gonna have the nice shit in there. The nice shit is the priority. I can deal with little shit in between. Yeah. But for me, going on a, a weekend trip, that could be the more I would spend would probably be on maybe like a couple of lifts, you know, certain destinations. Like say if I'm shopping, you know, of course I'm taking a lift because yeah. you know I got shit in my hand. All that, you know, I, and I want to get back quick. Mm-hmm. Uh Going to and from to and from airports and all that such, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'd say for me, about three, four hundred at the most yeah. for a comfortable weekend. Shit, honestly, for a weekend, mm-hmm. I probably could get by about two. Yeah, Dude, if I find like, me you couldn't hang out with like if I find me a quarter. I need a couple thousand just to like kick it with them sometimes because it'd be like they be trying to get bottles and they be doing all they be. Now, see, you and that's why, that. and that's and see, that's why traveling alone is because that's see, where the I be wondering because see, that type of energy niggas be looking. I'm sorry, I don't rob niggas, but I know how niggas who rob think. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to look rich around these niggas. I'm not from here. Right. I'm not a lick. <laughs> I'm not a lick. I'm just visiting. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I was buying shit off the street. Bro, that was crazy. We went to Vegas. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. I went to D- So, yeah. Went to the mall in D.C. All them niggas up there remind me of uh, all the battle rappers that I like. All them niggas remind me of Sue Surf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe that. I think it was cool, man. Got some, uh, got some kicks up there. Got those Nikes. Oh, those are nice. I noticed those. Yeah, got those up there. Uh, went to the wrestling show. What are those? Are those Blazers? Uh, couldn't even tell you. They were four nine nine nine, and they were nice. They look so, like Blazers. Those are nice. I got them. Thank you. Uh, went to the New Japan show up there. I uh, enjoyed myself. Had a good time. Met a really cool podcaster from the Black Wrestling Podcast by the name of Ilfam. Shout out to Ilfam79. Got to talk to him, you know, another cool podcaster, man. And uh, yeah, man, it was just just cool just to, you know, have that time just talking everything, you yeah. know, just say, hey, you know, I, it's because of, it, of their podcast that inspired me to do this podcast. That's cool. You know, and among other podcasts, but just, you know, just meeting your, like one of your favorite podcasters, just, you know, just. So you just keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just keep it processing. So Yeah, that's cool. That was uh that, that was worth the whole experience. I like that. Of DC. So I uh I'm I, glad you had a good time. I did, man. Story. Did that story. I did that trip. 
uh, two weekends ago. This past weekend, though, went down to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? I did. How was that? Did you go to the Pusha T show? No. No, I went to see Grant Zelda. Zelda. Yeah, that's right. How was yeah. that? Oh, man. I had a ball. Now, let me tell you something. And this is fresh off the... This is the fresh fr- off the Freddie Gibbs beat. Off the beat. Man. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It's Benny the Butcher, the butcher coming. Well, the, butcher. the Butcher came. The butcher came. The butcher was there. I saw him. The Butcher came. Let me pause. tell you. Pause. Hard pause. I'm going to have to have like, a pause uh, picture up here. Just like if anything happens, just pause. Pause drop. Maybe it should be like a palm. Anyway, so. Uh, shout out to the Coca-Cola Roxy Theater. If you ever get a chance to go to this venue for a show, please do the Coca-Cola Roxy Theater mm-hmm. in Atlanta. It's right next to the Brave Stadium. Honestly, I, I will say this. It, it it might be my favorite music venue I've ever gone to. Oh, I've been there. You've been there? Mm-hmm. I saw I saw Meek Mill and... Um... I think it was 21 Savage. Nice. First time I was there mm-hmm. was actually back in 2019. I saw As I Lay Dying, Coheed and Cambria, and Mastodon there. That's cool. Yeah. I've heard of Coheed and Cambria and, and As I Lay Dying. So the Griselda show was amazing. I went with my homie Brent. Shout out to Brent. Mm-hmm. Got a fun story about that too. Doughboy, Dobeezy opened up for Griselda. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of him. You probably have. If you haven't, check out his music. Dobeezy had a good intro. Uh, first, first one out was West Side Gun. Of course, get, getting the crowd hype. Played some more recent songs off of his Hitler Wears Hermes Eight. They do the boop boop boop. Oh, of course, the boop 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 was all in attendance. Now the seats that I that we had. We were sitting on the balcony side, right behind family and friends. Mm-hmm. So there. Oh, so you saw like their family and shit. Yeah, family and friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was really great seats. Got to see you know the stage and everything, but I wanted to be on the floor. Mm-hmm. I wanted to feel it. Feel it, yeah. So I had to go down the floor, mm-hmm. and man, it was just such a fucking great experience. Cause yeah, honestly, right now, I feel like. This Griselda movement is something special to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Because these three guys came from a region, a city that no one had ever really heard of in music. Like Buffalo? Buffalo. Only thing Buffalo had was Rick James. I didn't know Rick James was from Buffalo. Now you know. You never knew them for rap. You got three niggas from Buffalo who carry the essence of rap, like the the, the lyrics, the bars, delivery, all that. Yeah. The fashion, all that shit. And they they've they've made a wave with no mainstream. Not airplay, one single. Not one single on the radio, not an edited single, no nothing. Mm-hmm. But you are in attendance with dope boys and bad bitches. Backpackers. Mm-hmm. Where do you where do you see that? Push a T show. Rare. That's about it. 
down. It's very rare. I feel like there's one other per artist that I can think of that kind of has that kind of appeal, but I can't think of it. But it's right a now. raw, natural thing. It's, yeah. it's respected by everybody. Yeah. From top tiers to the grinders. Mm -hmm. Everybody respects you. The street everybody is. respects the craft. Everybody yeah. respects the hustle. Yeah. And see all three of them come out and do their own individual sets. Mm -hmm. And then Conway, I'm telling you like this, and I'll, I'll go on record and say this, because I've seen it live. Conway is this generation's DMX. That's a bold claim. And I will say that, and I will stand by that. Man, and you, and you always heard, have you ever seen X Live? DMX? Yeah. I opened up for him. Okay, you did. Word. You, you did say yeah. that. So, I've always heard the interviews and heard the stories of when X performs, you know, in these big stadiums and he show, he make you feel all different types of emotions. He make niggas want to scream, want to mm -hmm. fight, want to cry, pray, all of it. I felt the same emotion watching Conway said. You know? And then even when it started, like, bro, he comes on Mind you, the show started at 8. Conway came on at like 11.30. Yeah. yeah. It was a late show. It's a fucking late show. And mind you, this is East Coast time. That so was like 12.30. So, yeah. Yeah. So, he comes 11, out. 11.30, uh, 12, wait. Well, it was, it was, it was 11.30 there. So, it was like so 12, yeah. Well. But still, yeah, we had to wait yeah. three hours, three and a half hours for him to come on stage. Uh-huh. So... When Conway comes on stage to do his fucking first song, he has to go through three mics to get through his first song because the sound was fucked up. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. And he hated it too. He's like, man, what the fuck type of shit is this? This is the Coca-Cola Roxy. Tell me Coca-Cola. The sound in there, I remember actually when I went to uh when I saw Meat Mill, the sound in there isn't that great. It looks great. Oh, yeah, that great venue, venue looks great. They got a cool bar in the back, and then they had like the big open room where the show was at. Yep. And the bar in the back, and bar upstairs. There's a bar upstairs, and it looks cool, but like, yeah, like the sound in there was like whatever. And this is like when Meek was doing the, he was promoting the whatever show he did on Amazon when he like just got out of jail. It was like the free Meek thing or whatever. So they were promoting that and. I don't remember what album he was on. It, it might have been like Champions, like that. I feel like it might have been Championships. Yeah, because it was yeah, it was Championships. Mm. So, which which to me is one of my, it's one of his better albums. I'd say. I don't know if you're into Meek like that, but like that's. I did give it one listen. That was really Championships was a really good album. This last album that he put out, it was all right. It was cool, but like this, that it was. But um, going going back to yeah. my, uh, sorry, no, no, you're you're good, yeah. you're good. We, we get on tangents. Uh, going back to the uh, Conway statement, yeah, I believe Conway is the generation's DMX. Benny, Benny's a fucking showman, dude. Benny's gonna be hey, He's gonna be on that whole tier. Give him five. Six, seven years. Benny will be on that home. And I don't listen to him like that. Like, I do, but I don't. Like, I, I got, like, when I do hear songs, I like it, but it's like, I don't, I can't, it's not that I can't, it's just that I haven't really 
just delved that because of so much music. I feel like I would say a good. And there's a bunch like they they collectively all three of them have put out a lot of music. The Griselda, I, I think Griselda. If you go right now, I think there's at least fifty. There's probably fifty. Um. Projects underneath the Griselda umbrella. It's, it's kind of like three. it's kind of like it, it, for me. It's the same as like Snowfall almost. Like I, I've been watching slowly watching Snowfall. Mm. It's like kind of like there's so much shit and like it's already popping now. And it's like I almost feel like I missed it. No, this is a great time. You know what I'm saying? Even Wesley, I would tell you like, hey, if you if you if, like say we we got a lot of new fans here. That's cool. You you picked a great time to come in. Yeah. All you gotta do is just hey, it's all out there. Yeah. You, you can start from right here and just work your way back. Yeah. Like I'll give you some recommendations. Give me a recommend. Maybe maybe a little quick playlist or something. Okay, I'll, I'll make it real quick for you for each artist. Yeah, do that. You want definitive West Side Gun? I'll give you Supreme Blind Tail. Check that album out. That's mm-hmm. the album that got me into West Side Gun. Yeah. You want Ben and the Butcher? I've listened to a lot more of um, Conway. No, Westside. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yes. I've listened a lot more than him of him than. And something else about the beats too, Derringer, Derringer and Alchemist. I like Alchemist beats on like a lot of other shit, but some of their beats it's good, but like also like some of it it's like not necessarily something I'm just like it's very unique yeah like it just depends on my mood like I don't know I don't know um if you want to get into Benny I would recommend Tana Talk 3 mm-hmm. or even the the most recent release Tana Talk 4 yeah you can go with Tana Talk 4 or the one that really got me into Benny the plugs I met yeah, I heard that one was good. Plugs I made, you'd probably like that one. That one has push on it too. Yeah, that's probably push what track I'll, I'll start with. That one has like seven, eight tracks. I think I actually it. heard the song with him and push actually. Go back and check that out. You'll like that I'll one. Go check that one out. Uh, Conway, Conway. There's the reject tapes. Lulu is is really good. You'll probably like Lulu. We're Rick Flair on TV. Um. Lulu would probably be a good good uh Conway album to hop into. Yeah. And that's a Conway Alchemist all mm-hmm. on production. And I mean hell with Westside, I mean there's a whole Hitler where Hermes catalog to go through. Me personally, I would I'd say hit two Two and this one was eight. I think six might be my favorite one. Whichever one has Lucha Bros on that one. Oh, that's Kane. He got punched in the eye. Real. So that's a shiner. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the Griselda show was great. Yeah. Conway's awesome. Now, let me get into this nigga shit that happened. Oh, yeah. Did he, did he talk about the Freddy shit? They did play a song from the uh, from Benny's album. 
Mm-hmm. That came out back in 2020, Burden of Proof. Mm-hmm. There's an ad, there's a, a song with him and Freddie on there. They played Benny's verse first, and then Freddie's they just cut off. No one mentioned them, and that's smart. You don't want to mention them because hell, yeah, I'm not trying to get a nigga promo. Yeah, that can lead to a whole in, investigation, some shit like right. that. Right. So, I better be quiet now. Right. Um. So yeah, we had the show right. So. Towards the end of the show, I started to go back up to my seat. Uh-huh. My homeboy Brandon's up there. Now, right over here, it's a table. Now, you, you've been to the Roxy, so you know mm-hmm. in the balcony, there's tables on the rail side. You know, that's private, mm-hmm. you know. But at this table over here is like three guys all in Lakers jerseys. Mm-hmm. So they're they, so they're from Cali, mm-hmm. and they've been hype all night. Those show like they've been leaning over the balcony, you know, crazy, getting yeah. hype, you know, having a good time. Mm-hmm. But that liquor that influence got in them. Mm-hmm. Security had to come over and tell them, "Hey, you know, you're being a little bit too, you know, too wild. You might have to calm down for a bit." It's gonna do start getting all emotional and everything, you know. But get drunk, start getting getting emotional, start raising his voice and all that. <laughs> Were they some niggas? LA niggas. Uh-huh. And uh Atlanta niggas was not trying to hear all that. Mm-hmm. One thing led to another, cause it happened because they moved them all the way over to like the section over here. Mm-hmm. And then there's a pillar in the way. So I didn't get to see what actually popped off. All I know is me and my homie Brent looked over, and now niggas is on the ground getting stomped out, and niggas done took the table. <laughs> the little thing. Niggas done took the table, turned it over, and dropped They dropped the table on them? They dropped the table on God damn. I was like, oh shit. Wow. <laughs> picked the nigga up. Yo, I thought the niggas gonna get thrown over the balcony. Wow. Like, oh, they were hitting they shit. Niggas finna get Can't new Jake out here. Oh my god. They got their shit pushed in. That fucking that's crazy. Nigga, what? Huh? What what you say? I'm saying they got pushed in like they got their shit rocked that they fucking got. Oh, uh, you know that's got a different meaning, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a crick in my neck. And I'm saying they got their shit kicked in, man. They got fucking beat up. Kicked in. Yeah. Kicked in. Yeah. Yeah, man. Niggas got their shit kicked in. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) yo, the funniest shit happened, though. So niggas are getting their shit kicked in over here. My nigga Brent back over here. Brent, you've met Brent before, haven't you? I think so. Big homie. Yeah. Diesel. So nigga, <laughs> nigga walk back, Brent. <laughs> Blow right past Brent. Look at the shit going on. Turn around to Brent. Said, nigga, nigga, why you ain't doing nothing? <laughs> Brent, like, nigga, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> they thought he was secure. <laughs> oh, I would have been. Oh, bro, I would have been dead. <laughs> I would've been fucking uh, uh, like damn top flight hit ass nigga. I said, oh my god. 
I've been lighting him up. I've been lighting him up just for fun. It's because he's your friend, you know. I like, did. I <laughs> that's funny. Every time I see that nigga from to the day I die. Every time I see Cuz, gonna be like, man, why you ain't do nothing? Why you ain't do nothing, bro? <laughs> bro, why you he see me? You been for nothing, nigga. Why you do nothing? Say, nigga, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> why you ain't do nothing? Nigga, nigga, I don't know you and I don't work here. I'm a nigga, I'm a patriot. Nigga, I'm just here on my own. <laughs> That's you, nigga. Lord, I'm here on my own. Where was you at? <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Damn, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> that made the you, whole you, It would be funny if you were like... No. If you like, hire me as your bodyguard, then pay me pay me some I, money. I, I could have said that to me. That's my bodyguard. That's my my God, bodyguard, God. nigga. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, man. You need your big nigga in the squad to be like the fucking... Yeah. Hired muscle. That might be the homie, man. Shit. Shit. Oh, that was the Atlanta track, though. That's what. Chris Allen was was a good time. I I enjoyed I enjoyed real hip hop. Bro, man, even the the uh, attendance at the venue. I got on the elevator with them, go to the second floor, mm-hmm. and they were the girls, and they were like, "Uh, oh, so like, did she, she was like, do you like the show? Like, yeah, I really enjoy the show. It's like, I like them now. Like, I've never heard of them, but like, they're real hip hop." Like mm-hmm. they're real, real hip hop. I like them. Yeah, that is so awesome to hear the appreciation. That's good. The people are like appreciating the like you, you, you actually appreciate what they do. Appreciating the fucking and medium, bro. The merch. Them niggas move merch. Yeah. That merch line was that's that's what I heard. I've, I've I've listened to their interviews and they talk about that a lot. Fam, like it dropped and then it's like sold the fuck out. Duh, the merch line at the venue. Think of Hattie B's. I'm gonna look and see if they got any double. Well, man, tap into that. There's a Hattie B's in Atlanta. I ain't even know that. Really? Yeah. Little five points. There's a Hattie B's. There's a Hattie B's there. There's a Hattie B's in Atlanta. Little five points. But speaking of merchandise, I got this bit, this uh, Tana Talk Four T-shirt. I don't know what that shirt is. Yeah. See. Oh, that's cool. Me on the back. What does it say? Fashion Rebels. Oh, that's cool. That's their GXFR. Their fashion line. That's cool. So you got the. Scorpion on the side. I'm trying to find this shit. Oh shit! Here's a bunch right here. And they're in the dude, the resale value is crazy. On oh, and it, it's all all of this is sold the fuck out. Been like that for years, bro. Every time Westside Gun does a drop, it sells out. Greetings, Earthlings. Oh, this was hard. Con- yeah, Conway. Dog. They, they close is hard. Yeah, man. Them niggas is on. No, Westside. That, that's why I work with Westside so much. He is the visionary of all of that. He is yeah. the best man of all this shit, bro. They, they shit is fly. Dog. Drum work. Is that their label? That's Conway's label. Oh, okay. So, like, Westside has Michelle Records now. 
Benny has. Oh, they each the have guy. a shop. I want to go to Westside shit. Oh, it's not a blind tail Shopify. Yeah. Hell, Westside has his own uh, Benny got gallery. Benny shit looks cool too. Adult video. Look at this. That shit is hard. Oh. Probably like Pirates hoodie and shit. With the one sleeve, burden the plugs. Sold out. What? $35 for the t shirt. T shirt's not sold out. Mm mm. ATL was fun. I enjoyed traveling. I'm gonna go on some more some more trips this year. Planning on and then I wanna go to New York in August for the Rock the Bells Festival. Mm-hmm. You know, with LL and them, Dipset, Jadakiss. I think Scarface is gonna be there too. Oh man. Um you wanted to get into the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, case, didn't mm-hmm. you? Why don't you uh break us down on that? Because we got to get to some legal talk here after that, too, with YSL. All right, so I don't know if you guys have been following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, but it's been a fucking zoo. It's been a complete mad fucking house, bro. Like, literally... The latest update is, is like, basically, she's lying. She's lying her fucking ass off, and, like, she fucked, excuse me, she fucked up because during, like, the, I guess, not a deposition, but while they put her on the stand or whatever, Mm -hmm. Johnny Depp's lawyers were grilling her or whatever, and she mentioned cross-examination. Cross-examination is the word I was looking for. She mentioned... A scenario, she's like, I just keep thinking about Kate Moss and Johnny. Like, she kept, she mentioned a scenario where something had happened between her and Johnny allegedly that she was sticking to. And she mentioned Kate Moss and Johnny. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I had that little. She mentioned Kate Moss and Johnny uh, Depp's relationship because there was a rumor saying that, like, uh, Johnny had pushed Kate Moss down the stairs mm-hmm. when they were dating in the 90s. And Kate Moss had already said that she was willing to testify in court that, like, nothing bad happened in their relationship like that. Like, no abuse. But they couldn't do it because of relevancy. Because the because the it's it's a defamation case and the relevancy. Yeah, it's an old ass story. But because fucking Amber Heard's dumbass said mentioned that during the cross examination. Don't tell me somebody pulled up. No, they they were allowed to have Kate Moss, supermodel. Testify via via Zoom. Oh, she zoomed up on him. She zoomed up on him today. It was like when they asked her, they were like, So did any of that happen? And Wait, she was no, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So let me just set this up. So niggas done called up Kate on Zoom. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's the Zoom name? Kate. It was it just Kate or just Kate Moss? Oh name. Probably Kate Moss. Kate Moss. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Christmas. London, England. Bitch, I got What? Were you and Mr. Depp a romantic couple? From 1993. Look at her face the whole fucking. No, no, That's the name about the bitch. Damn, how bring this bitch up out here. Did there come a time when you, uh, while you and Mr. Depp were a couple, that the two of you took a vacation together to the Golden Eye Resort in Jamaica? Yes. What, if anything, happened when you were in Jamaica with Mr. Depp? I, um, we were leaving the room, and Johnny left the room before I did, and there had been a rainstorm, and as I left the room, I slid down the stairs, and I hurt my back. How did you... Okay. okay. I apologize, Ms. Boss. Please continue. Yeah. With the yeah, let me get some stairs. No, no, but you got me first. Hello, let me just uh, get the little tap thing on here. Can you, yeah, there we go, play it at back right there. There we go, any stairs. No. Boom! There we go. Right. All right. The bitch fucked up. <laughs> right. <laughs> and look at look at look at look at Johnny's lawyer just smiling. Gotcha, bitch. Dude, they she is gotcha. a fucking monster, Hold bro. Hold up. Play that again where she uh where, where he asked her if he if she ever got put down the stairs. Did Mr. Put you in any way down the stairs? No. Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! That's it. That's it. Shots fired! Shots fired! Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, she ain't <laughs> like, God damn, why I bring this bitch up? Right. Oh, fuck, yeah, exactly. Bleep. Exactly, dude. She's been lying this whole fucking time. Like, Keep off and pull up like an Undertaker, bro. Look. Bro, like, yeah, no. All she ever did was, she said two names, two words. This said, what? They picking on, on me? Yeah. All them niggas it's, it's, right now. As soon, I don't even fuck with that nigga, John. John, I got you. Hold up. Bro. Zoom in. As soon as as soon as Amber Heard said Kate Moss's name, Johnny Johnny's lawyer just looked at looked at him like, come on, bitch. Come on, bitch. You like like oh like like oh you just fucked up. We finna just pull her up, bro. She finna pull up on y'all and she say, right and tell you like, no, bitch, like, ain't none of that even happened. I don't even know why you bring my name up. Right? You bring situation. my name in this shit, like, nah, like, y'all. he didn't do that shit, bro. You do do it in his bed. He, she's a monster, and she's not even that good of an actress. Man, she really can't. Yeah, she really not. She really just like a blonde. So, like, mean, there's a lot of like, I, like. I'm not trying to like. You ain't really cute enough to be acting like this. Bro. Yeah, like it's just like. This I'm not watching Aquaman too, and I like DC. I'm more of a Marvel person, but I like DC. I ain't never heard of him. Shit, she was in Aquaman. Oh shit, I ain't never look. I heard a name. I look. 
Her name Amber Heard. I ain't never heard it. Yeah, I ain't so never heard we can move on. Basically, what's Slim? Look, the bitch lied and Slim Thug said, "I ain't heard of that. I ain't heard of that." The bitch is lying and basically like that's just one tidbit of all of it. Like that was the the shit that came out today. But Yo, basically, I really want to know who made that phone call. You think Johnny called up like, bitch? I know you she had already agreed that she was going. She would testify. Uh, you know? Oh, she already. She was in their back pocket, but she couldn't. They couldn't use her until they somebody said her name. Until somebody said her, just say my name and come up like Candy Man. But we didn't fucking like getting the Kendrick. But man, you know what? That'd be a good little segue oh, yeah. though, because since we bringing up names, Candy done grew up, man. Yeah, Candy got a family now. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. If you if you uh, if you've been in a loop the last two two weeks, uh, Mr. Kendrick Lamar dropped his uh his new album, Mr. Morale and the Big, Big Steppers. Steppers. Yes, I had the pleasure of listening to this album on the plane, mm-hmm. actually to Chicago on a layover. I listened to it one time. I took it for what it was. Initially, mm-hmm. I feel like, yep, th- this is grown Kendrick. Mm-hmm. This is Kendrick's four four four. Yeah, we had that argument. We wouldn't have the argument, but you made you made that. Uh, you brought it up earlier to say how some rappers, when they put their album out, they like to compare it to a, a a legendary release. Like, oh, this is my this is my blueprint. This is my all eyes on me. This is my mm-hmm. reason. Lupe said yeah. that, yeah, recently. But I, and and I made the four 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 comment about Kendrick's album because you know I do feel like we're getting a more mature Kendrick on this album. You're hearing the the words of a father, you know, a man that's been, you know, having to watch the the news in the last, what, two, three years, then with the pandemic, with, you know, racism, you know, race riots, Trump, all this shit. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good, uh, it's a good update into Mr. Lamar's life. I feel like it's an album that I, I, I don't need to listen to just so suddenly like i feel like this is an album that can sit for a while and i can come back to and listen to it again and understand it like i feel like this is an album that that is worth the time mm-hmm. to have you know have it dissected and broke down and listened to yeah there's a lot to take in on this album. What's your standout track? <sighs> What's the song we arguing that the fuck That's you definitely bitch? a standout. Yeah, the fuck you bitch track. Um, I don't have cry together. Yeah, man. I was listening to that on the United flight. <laughs> yeah, that was a great song. Going over Kentucky. It's not something I would just play. There's Woo! a lot of there's a lot of shit on the album that like I I wouldn't just throw on I just never even throw on it's just when you the the impact but it's track. it's it's yeah it's definitely heavy. yeah there's a lot of impactful music on there that's like 
Mother I what was it? Mother, mother I Cry. Mother I Sober. Mother I Sober. That shit crazy. That's that's that song hit me. Yeah. That song hit me. Uh I think my favorite though is like a weird one. It's probably um Auntie. No, no, no. It's um uh, how the fuck does that song go? I'm gonna have to look at the track list. Just think, think of me like, Crown. Crown. Is it that one? Heavy is the head of where the crown. What do you think about Kodak Black's performance on this album? He did well. He did. He did. He held it down. The only thing that like people are critiquing him about that is because he's like a convicted rapist. Yeah. You know. He did rape some white girl, I think. Or maybe, I don't know if she's white or not. Ooh, well, who cares? It was a woman. I mean, yeah, of course, someone cares, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. It's not my... I remember, I remember when um, Ebro questioned him about it. It was a whole big thing. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that shit. And he's been quiet with other artists. Yeah, I don't... Ebro, I don't, I don't know. I don't Everybody's know. nasty, bro. Everybody's nasty, bro. I understand it. But, but uh, I, I but but honestly, like the message that he was trying to put by even having Kodak on the album, like and just him saying fuck cancel culture and shit, like Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I I kinda fuck with that. Don't let nobody scare you. I don't really listen to Kodak music like that, like, but I respect the fact that he was on that album and he actually held it down. So. Kodak be talking though. I listen to him. I like that one song. I like the. You gotta listen to this freestyle. Gremlin, Super Gremlin song. You ever heard this cell therapy freestyle? Mm-hmm. I'll play it for you after the pods. It's dope. Um, but yeah, the Kendrick album, I enjoyed it. Gonna give it, you know, some time to. It's really good. Come down. I'll go back and revisit it. I wanna go see him in concert, but. I won't. I've already seen. Him. I've already seen him in concert, but I do kind of want to go to this show. This is gonna be his last show. You think? I mean, shit, bro. You never know when you'll see him again. Shit. Yeah. Last, last time I saw him was 2017. Yeah, it's one of those situations. It's like, did it live up to your expectations? I mean, I don't think you really had any expectations. Yeah, I really didn't. I mean, I like the. I don't. I don't like this album better than Damn. I'll say that. Nah, I don't like it better than Damn. But I think that like this album's more important than Damn. Yes, it is. I mean, it's pretty much. It's one of those. But but there's some bops on there too. But like, it's not one of those albums. It it ain't for radio. It ain't for that. It ain't for that. I pretty much said it ain't for radio. I mean, one song can put these niggas on me. That song and the other, the other song uh, might be radio. It's kind of radio. Um, what N ninety five? No, not that one. What's the one they did? The the video. I hope for? you see the God in me. Hope you can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That song. That song actually. Mm-hmm. That song's actually a bop. Word. I give it an eight out of ten. Down to two coming. Down to the right game. 
not really. It's it's coming for real. <laughs> they about to drop the single like a the ex extension single mm. uh, this Friday. Word. And it's the new single's got the Kanye song on there. Uh, it's like the song that was on Donna too. True love. You hear that? Did you you never listen to the Donna too? I tapped into the one. Shouldn't be this complicated. I didn't listen. That to song was fucking. That song is fire. So I don't. It's gonna be on X X X Tentacion's album. Like coming, he's coming out with another posthumous album. But like, I think that it might be like a Kanye mm. X release. Like it might be a single too, because they might also be rolling out Donda too. But we don't know. That's just some rumors. Okay, rumors name windows. Yeah. Oh, hello. The Kendrick album was great. That's all. I, that's really all I have to say about it. It's very. What's the one about? My mom from auntie is a man now. Oh yeah, you texted me that though. I was at the airport. I was like, sir. Now hold on. Did you text me that like not like like nine twenty? I thought I texted you that with no context. With no context. A nigga sitting. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for the flight, and a nigga texts me. My auntie is a man now. Monty is a man now. He, you're like, I'm assuming that's from now. We just recorded the pod yesterday. So I was like, just tell me this shit out of the open. Like, you? And I think I did it like all caps. You did? I was like, why is Griffin just at me? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I was sending that to everybody. <laughs> There's no content. I'm like, hold on. Did come on. Monty is a man now. So I said, hold up. If this is an album reference, to me, I haven't heard it yet. Now. I said, I haven't heard this yet, sir. Let me come back to this. And I came back to it. I was like, what? Yeah. Monty is a man now. But speaking of, you know, and, and you know, they, 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 they try to give, I don't know if they try to, but you know, people's trying to give Kendrick a little smoke about you know, his usage of the, uh, the F word. Yeah, but that was the point of the song. Exactly. That was the whole point of the song. People get mad about it. If you But look if, at the if, person if you if you literally take that and oh my god, he said he said the word like Hey, like, that was the whole fucking point of the song. You missed the whole fucking point. He was like, Let me just like, say this about that. We ain't know no better. That's literally what he said right after that. I will double down and say this. Eminem walks so Kendrick could fly. Absolutely. And speaking of him. I want to do a little Eminem breakdown, primarily of his first four albums, because at this time, it is the, I think we've already passed the 22-year anniversary of his Marshall Mathers LP release, and today mm -hmm. might be the 20-year anniversary, I need to double check that the anniversary of the Eminem show is upon us or it just passed but we all have the May 26 2002 so tomorrow will be the 20th anniversary of the Eminem show well um did you ever tap in? Were you kind of did, did you listen to his first four albums? Okay, uh, I wanted to do a breakdown of his uh, first four. 
I don't remember them that vividly because I was like a teenager. But yes, I listened to all the way up to. I mean, I listened to I listened to everything up to Relapse. So and then I and then Recovery was I, I was not feeling that album. Like it was critically acclaimed. Everyone loved that one. The the masses loved that one. I didn't love that one. And then pretty much everything after that has just been. I kind of liked Kamikaze. Kamikaze was good. Mm-hmm. Music to be murdered by one and two. I think there was a part two of that. Maybe it was a double disc. I didn't really fuck with that one. And then, of course, his worst album is by far and large. Um, uh, what the fuck is that called? Okay, so just to focus on the uh, just primarily on the first four albums. Yes, that's what we're just gonna f- focus primarily on. I'm looking at his, his shit right now. Okay. How revival, sorry, revival was terrible, but yes, continue. So, the first four albums I think are very his, his, his most pivotal, pivotal albums mm-hmm. in his collection. Which one of those four albums would you say you spun the most, you listened to the most? Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers. Really? Yeah. Okay. That was the one. That was that was like one of the first CDs I ever bought. Really? Mm-hmm. What store? Uh, remember like back in like the day when they had the catalogs and you could order the CDs. I do. I ordered like Monica, The Boy Is Mine. Mm, you ordered the single? No, the the album was called The Boy. Oh, that's Is right. Mine. The album was the okay, yeah, yeah. And the Marshall Matters LP. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. I think I, I stole that album from my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about, I was like hey, twelve, dude, was young, bro. We were younger than that. Cause then that I, shit came out in two thousand. Bro, I'm about to look right now. When the fuck did this shit, shit come out? Marshmallows LP. That shit came out in two thousand, bro. Yeah, man, yeah. two thousand. I don't know how old I was. Uh, I didn't. I so at that time I was a kid. I was nine going on ten. I was ten, bro. So I didn't listen to the album, but I remember the single. I remember the video. Mm-hmm. I remember the video for Stan. Yeah. That fucked me up as a kid. It's like, damn, we, yeah. we killed his wife in the sun. Damn. The story is so deep, though. Mm-hmm. And I never really listened to uh, Slim Shady, Shady LP. I just listened to the singles. Slim Shady LP is definitely a shock. I wouldn't say it's a shock album, but mm-hmm. it's definitely like gut punch. It's like, hey, right? It's it's the definitive de- debut album because I mean it pretty much turned the corner. Yeah, yeah. It's like off the first bar. Hi, my name is. Right. I didn't know Royce Five Nine went on his first album. Yeah, they homies. Yeah, I knew they were homies, but Bad Meets Evil. Yeah, I know that was on the first album. That's look. It's honestly. That might be my favorite song on the album. Yep. Really? Bad Meets Evil. Um, Slim Shady LP, yeah. Bad Meets Evil, Just Don't Give a Fuck. I was a, a, a fan of that one when I was young. Um, I never listened to that Bad Meets Evil album either. Oh, that was actually a good album. I heard it was good. I, I would recommend that. They was, they, they, there was some rapping going on on the album. Marshall Mathers LP... Definitely is a it's a it's a hip hop classic. I will say because there's 
I remember the controversy around that album when I was young, just hearing about it in the news, just the blatant use of, you know, the F word, the six letter F word, you know, the raps about him killing his mom and killing his wife. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, he had a six and a half minute fucking murder ballot about killing his wife, mm-hmm. choking her. Yeah. Till she. Bro. He's a wild boy. He was a wild one out there. That's He's still a wild boy. But he was rapping though. Yeah. Imagine if they use Eminem's lyrics against them in court. If Eminem did not have Dr. Dre's production, where how 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 would we speak about him? We wouldn't. Because that that production we wouldn't. Oh, I think we wouldn't. Dre gave him some fucking. We wouldn't. Some gems, honestly. We wouldn't. Yeah. He. And let me tell you this about Eminem, though. As a rapper, very talented. Very, very talented. As a producer, I cannot stand his fucking beats, bro. This nigga, oh, his beats are wonky. He has a t- a type. Yeah, he has a. He's got a couple little beats that he made that I kind of like. Oh, but, but just they're but they're not. I don't like the early Eminem production beats. Oh, oh, mm. Yeah, can't really name an Eminem beat that I I, I like by heart. Wait a minute. What about the adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady? You Did you like Moment of Clarity? Um, that's it. Then B. Thank God for that. This Moment of Clarity. Yeah, no. See, but that's his beats. That's Eminem's beat. Do you know it like this? Here we go. Here we go. Put the check in the back, in the front, in the front, in the back, in the check. I kind of wish you could go back to rapping like that. Yeah, it was actually pretty much entertaining. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. I sit back in the back in the. Oh, yeah. That, uh, what they did? What they did? Yo. Yeah. Matt, did he, did he, did he do, uh, did he do, hold on, I'm sorry. Did he do, like, the, the purple hate, like, the. Purple Pills beats and D12, shit. D12, yeah. Did he do a lot of the D12 beats? I feel like Drake did some shit on that, too, because that was around, like, the wall. I feel like he, yeah. he he did some shit on that. It was him, Caniva. Yeah. No, wait, not, not Caniva. Uh, um, Mr. Porter was the, was, the, was the producer from D12. Okay. It was M, Mr. Porter, and Dre worked on that album. Because I like some of those beats. Mr. Porter was nice. He did production on uh, Buck's album. His, his first album. I met him. Yeah. On some random shit. It's like, a, it's like Nashville. Okay. Maybe around. Yeah. yeah. It was random. He's not. Yeah. 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 But I was just like, yo, I know that like people are afraid to say what's up to you, but I don't give a fuck. Why? I saw him like twenty, like twenty seventeen. Really? I said, "Hey, you know, I, I, I like your music. I give a lot. Of, I say a lot, talk a lot of shit. I do. I'm very entertaining. Yeah, 
But hey, if I see him in person, I'm not gonna be that fucking asshole. Yeah, I his hey. hand, he was he was nice. So hey, I enjoy your music. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Oh yeah, Eminem. So I feel as though me personally, mm-hmm. I haven't gone back and listened to this album in a long time. Yeah. But I will say this. My personal favorite Eminem album, the one I could say that he was actually like rapping, 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 mm-hmm. Eminem show. Yeah. Because he had just got off a fucking assault case, I think. Mm-hmm. Whooping somebody ass. Him and Kim was already, I think, on the fritz. He's still been fucking around with like J-Lo and Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready to do the movie. And he just found 50, too. Mm-hmm. That's what's so great about that time period, like that 2002 time period. It's right before the shift change. Yeah. In hip hop, when 50 came in, right before 50, it was the Eminem show. Eminem show sold crazy, crazy units. It was the setup for the 8 Mile. Mm-hmm. Which we all know what that did. Yeah. Which also introduced us to who? 50. Mm-hmm. So really, I'll, if you want to go back and look at rap music from when like the game changed, I would start with the Eminem show in 2002 because it started laying the groundwork what you would see for the next five, six years. Yeah. From Shady and Shady Aftermath, Interscope. Yeah. The takeover was so fucking, oh my god, it's ridiculous. It was a moment in time. Then you remember the beef that came out of that? Like, the Shady, Murder, Inc., and oh my god, everybody in hip-hop just started fighting. It was a whole, like, Royal Rumble. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Oh, Benzino, the fucking magazine. Double yeah. XL versus The Source. Source, yeah. Ah, it's like my, my most favorite time in rap. Yeah. We, we lived it. We experienced it. We that was my first time getting into like music journalism. Mm-hmm. Like that was my first time getting into like the hip hop stage, the blogs, reading magazines, yeah. listen to the radio. I'm excited to get magazines and mixtapes in the mail. Man, what? Like, oh, I, I want to bring that back. That's why I like doing this pod shit. That's why I like, yeah. you know, I want to do more reviews on the albums and shit. Like, I want to bring that back. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was so fun. There's, there's no I'm more. Oh, and you don't have that nowadays. No. Like, where the? I mean, you do, but like it. It's, it's, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, but like, it's a lot of it's a lot of white people doing it. Yeah, yeah but, but, cool, uh, but it's yeah. it's some niggas out there doing their thing though. We, yeah. we just ain't found them yet. Yeah, that's true. We just ain't found them yet. That's true. They outside though. They outside with it. They outside with it. But yeah, Eminem show. Um, personally, my yeah, favorite. That, I, yeah, that, that's a good one too. Is that the, is that got Toy Soldiers on it? No, Toy Soldiers is Encore. Oh. Now Encore, I like Encore. Encore was alright for its time. That was he was going hard at Bush. Let me yeah. remember that. Time. Yeah. Yo, Eminem been beefing with, with with presidents though. Yeah, he do that. <laughs> he been doing that for the longest though. Yeah, he do that. Nigga been going at presidents. We went at he went Hillary when she was just a senator. Um, he, was going over, he was he did White America on the Eminem show. 
with the intro. Hey, if you want it again, he told you. If I was black, I would have sold out. Wait, would sold out or sold half? Yes. I was black. I was dancing on crazy. Now that that was my shit. Twelve year old me, come on now. I I love that fucking song. Mm -hmm. But the nigga was saying him and uh, I ain't gonna go there. Saying out my closet. Ooh, I ain't gonna cap that. That was the one right there. Yeah, that was that was the one. I like relapse though. I never meant to hurt you. <laughs> that nigga was crawling on that animal. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, mama. Yeah. <laughs> I never meant to hurt you. <laughs> I feel like Slim Shady kind of died during Encore. And then ever since Relapse on, it's oh, just been man. like... It's just been like yeah, Slim Shady died. Okay. Slim Shady died after Encore. Then Relapse, he came back. Feed him in the morning. Think about the guitar. I like that album, though. I like that album, though, a lot. That's when I had gotten older. I like that album, though. I had grown out of that. And I'm ready to drop bombs. Like, that was around the time, like, Hobson came out. You yeah. Right? Man, they were trying to do the comparison. Come on, let's side bitches throw it up. You remember the lyrics? Yeah. I was listening to it yesterday. Yeah, because I was I was like I remember this album relapse. You want to go back? <laughs> then Marshall Matters LP two. Now see, I don't remember. And that one was okay. It wasn't that great, but it had. I'm beginning to feel like a rap god. Oh, that shit! But you heard all of this. Yeah, I've heard okay. All. I've heard Which all. one had "Love the Way You Lie" on there? So I that was hate that, that was song. see that was that was recovery, and I didn't like that. Ah, fuck it. Hate that song, nigga. Let me tell you about this bullshit ass song. This is what I break down Eminem's fucking. This is what actually, wait, 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 wait. Love the way you lie. The Rihanna Jane. Yeah, I know, I know that, but I don't think that was on Recovery. That was, it was on... like 2010. No, it was, it was, it was, it was. I so I didn't like that album. Let me tell you about this shit. It was like it was it was cold. It was like October, November 2010. This is when the seasons was changing. Yeah. I had to listen to this song. There was one night I was driving. It came on three different radio stations at the same fucking time. 101, 102.5, and 107.5 The River. Mm -hmm. I hated this fucking song. I hated everything about it. Because you know what? That was one of them songs. Why does Eminem always make domestic violence anthem songs? You probably don't know. Been through it. Like people. But see, it lets you know who be sharing them songs, though. I know what y'all be going through. Yeah, if you share a song like that on your timeline. To me? No, like, I love the way you lie. Yeah. Yeah, you going through. You was going through some toxic at that time. If you, if you shared that song on your timeline in 2010, you was in a toxic relationship. Yeah, dude. Like... It happens, man. Yeah. We were 20 at the time, yeah. too. It's all right. My it don't happen, but it do happen. It I done happen. been through some toxic ass shit, so I ain't gonna... 20 years old? Yeah, all your relationships were toxic. Yeah, for sure. Bitch, fuck you. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
bitch, fuck you, I love you. So. All that wild shit. All that. Oh, man. Yeah, do you get any new shows coming up? I do. I have a new show coming up at Exit End. It's in. I'm opening up for Shamar Allen on Thursday, June the 2nd. Exit in. It's going to be classic and my DJ Spice J with Chris Hatch. Exit in June 2nd, Thursday. And then also, as I talked to you previously, that following Saturday, I'm going to be in Chattanooga for Riverbend Festival with Moon Texas. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all you got. Well, I'm sleepy. I'm sorry. It's been a long week. It's like, it's been a long two weeks, like I said. Like, it really has. Yeah, we, dude. We got into a lot tonight. We got into a lot, man. Really did. Yeah. Man, if the people want to find you, Classic, where can they find you? Y'all can find me on my Instagram, ClassicWilliams, ClassicWilliams.com. Twitter.com slash actual rapper. And you can also find me on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Amazon. Just type in Classic Williams. And make sure to go to iTunes and support your boy by buying and not just streaming my music. Classic Williams, C L A W S I C Williams, W I L L I A M S. That's where you can find me. And that's where you will find him. Yes. And if you want to find me, Most Scroll of the God, you can go on Instagram and Twitter at Most Scroll of the God. And also, I'm on Twitch too, streaming my games. I play Madden, NBA, WWE. I need to get back on that. I used to do that. Hey, it's fun. It's been fun. I've been doing the last couple of days. I've, I've been enjoying it. That's cool, man. At Most Scroll of the God on that also. Also, if you want to follow the pod, please. Tap into YouTube, searching the God Tier Podcast. The God Tier Podcast. Hmm. Also, you can look us up on Instagram at the God Tier Pod and also on Anchor. And we're also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whenever, wherever you can find your podcast. For Classic Williams, I'm Will Scroll the God. And this has been another episode of the God Tier Podcast. Peace out, y'all. Rest in peace with Danny. Take care of yourselves and your children. Please. Please.